On this week's episode of the Iowa Hype Podcast, we uh, talk to Mason Richman, and he tells us a lot of things about his daily routine and things he does. Yeah, Mason's an offensive lineman for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, was a sophomore this past season, so got a couple more years left with the team. Mason's a great sport, man. We had so much fun with him. Just a down-to-earth dude that was so cool. And uh, we're really excited to see what he can bring to the table in the next couple of years. So uh, this one is a good one. Uh, we hope you guys like it. Share, like, comment, give us any suggestions of who else you'd like to hear on the podcast. And uh, let's get hyped. Let's get hyped. All right. Let's get hyped. Oh, let's do it. Yes. Yes. All right. Throw it over there. Hey, Mason, what's up? How's it going, guys? Oh, we're great. How are you doing, man? Good. You guys, Tuesday been pretty good? It's been good. It's been really good. So sorry we're running late. I had an appointment that I was flying home from. and so No worries. We've been We've been trying to connect with you for a while now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, sorry, sorry for blowing you off in January. I completely forgot about no. that one. No, I couldn't was... remember why, but um, yeah, finally, finally got this done. Yeah, it's all good. And and the funny story today, I was just telling Matthew, I didn't even tell him yet. So the school nurse calls and she's like, you know, hey, you got a sick kid. And so yesterday, Matthew got a concussion at recess playing soccer. He's going a little too hard. So we had oh, to pick gosh. him up. So he was not feeling well last night. So I thought it was him. And um, so I go down to school and it's my other boy. And I'm like, oh, it's not you. So in the meantime, I had messaged you and said, we're canceling. And then now we're back on. So anyway, long story long, we're happy to finally talk with you in person. So (laughs) yeah, for sure. Yeah. So cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, We have some just a few questions for you. Nothing too serious. And uh, yeah, I think Matthew's got the first question. Did you play any sports in high school other than um, football? I played basketball for a couple of years in high school, my freshman and junior year. My sophomore year, I got hurt. In my senior year, I graduated early to come play football here, so I didn't get to play that year. But uh, I also played uh, or competed in track. Uh, I was a thrower for shot put and discus. Um, not exactly the best one in the, in the offensive line room right now at Iowa. A lot of those guys, they throw it pretty far. Um, they're pretty good athletes. So, uh, yeah, track and basketball. And then, um, I like to golf on the side, but I can't say that I'm good enough to consider it a sport I played. (laughs) That's all right. Nobody's really good at golf. It's just a fun hobby. Yeah. It's just, just for friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we were just looking, Matthew likes to look through people's Instagram profiles before they come on. There's some pictures of you. You were kind of a pretty skinny dude. Some of your earlier pictures, were those middle school or were those high school? No, uh, I mean, there's a couple of them, I think. Uh, no, I, mean, I think they should all be either high school or eighth grade. Okay, um, let me find one. I, I don't know which ones you're specifically thinking about. I know there's definitely, I, I definitely look skinny in a lot of them. Um, the, uh, let me see that one. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm tiny in that one i was probably about that would have been oh gosh uh, i think that was august of 2019 
Yep. So that was uh, I posted that one though with my senior year. So that was my fantasy football league with my buddies back home. But uh, okay. I think that picture was probably eighth grade. So I would have been, okay. oh boy, probably probably about 185, 190 pounds, um, and still like one of the bigger people in my uh, grade at school at least. So yeah. Okay. So you so you go yeah. from I mean that's a pretty decent size. Yeah, for eighth grade, like that's a pretty good size. So yeah, no. Um yeah, and I was about like six three. So I can't I can't complain about, you know, the size I had. So yeah, that's awesome. Uh so you are not for, for listeners that maybe aren't familiar with you, you're not from the state of Iowa. Tell us where you're from and what were your impressions of the state when Iowa was recruiting you. Yeah, so originally I'm from uh Overland Park, Kansas, uh more specifically Leewood. Uh, which is just a suburb of Kansas City, kind of like how everyone has suburbs of Chicago that they know. Uh, Leewood is just a suburb of Kansas City. So I'm from that area. It's about five-hour drive from here. Uh, depending on how fast you go, you might be able to get it done in four. But um, my first impression of Iowa, I think, uh, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, obviously. Kansas is still part of it. But when I first came here, I got to experience the basketball game and I know basketball is not like the biggest sport at the school or anything, but uh, they were playing against Michigan. I remember in Michigan that year actually went to the elite eight or final four, I think. And uh, it was supposed to be a pretty good game. And we ended up winning the game. It was pretty awesome. Um, I'm getting to experience that. I think just the sporting events I got to go to, I got to go to a visit there and on my recruiting visit. Uh, I got to watch the Iowa versus Penn state when we wore those nice yellow mustard uniforms you know um and that environment was awesome it was the stripe game it was just awesome to be a part of and i had been committed to that point but just the atmosphere and everyone here is just super nice uh i, I think it's a little bit different than where i'm where i'm at when i'm at home i think here you know even though it's a college campus like even college kids are just super nice and genuine about you know saying hi asking you how you're doing at home it's it is genuine and nice it's midwestern nice as always but it's also uh, a city so it's like some people are snobby and it's about this and that versus here it's just kind of very comfortable and you know genuine people who really care especially about the football players with with us being the real only uh pro sports yeah. team that we have here you know yeah definitely i think um that's good to hear because sometimes when you get on social media it doesn't appear that way that everyone is nice you know uh but that's good to yeah. hear and know. And yeah, I mean, we're definitely rabid about our Hawkeyes and our college sports. And, you know, I, I think some people would argue with you that college is, you know, far superior to the pros. I think they both have a good place, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, we, we, in this family, we live, eat and breathe Hawkeyes. And so Matthew is uh, taking the mantle up and he's gotten me excited about it, you know, through his eyes. So it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, people like both of you guys, being able to talk to me like this can't happen with a pro athlete. You know what I mean? Like they got so much yeah. on their schedule and um, you know, this is whatever to them. Like it's, it's really about, about the fans and the, and how, how much like your college means to you, like what you cheer for rivalries and everything like in college, you know, Iowa versus any big 10 West team is a, is a big deal versus in the NFL. If you play a division opponent, it's kind of a rivalry, but you kind of know who's going to win most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um but it's just it's it means a lot more in college, especially to the people involved in it. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite part of game day? Is it walking into the stadium, the tunnel, the wave, 
playing or after the game? I would definitely say, Matthew, great question. My favorite part of the game day would be probably uh, walking into the stadium. Uh, Me personally, I never really saw a big college football stadium growing up or I wasn't really recruited heavily to get to go to some bigger places. But when I came to Iowa, my first game day, as I was traveling and getting off the bus, um, it was just the coolest thing just to see this sea of black and gold and everybody, you know, cheering and clapping and waving. And obviously there's your parents are in the, the parent section of the, uh, the walk-in. So, but the stadium itself just is so massive. It's just crazy. I, every time I look at it, I'm like, this place is so big and I'm about to play in front of like 70,000 people. It's pretty cool. Pretty epic. And I think that's just something I, I don't take for granted and uh, really appreciate every time I walk in and the, and the bus ride over it's, you know, our hotel's about 30 minutes away, you know, in kind of a private location, but the drive in is just so awesome. You get to see all the uh, cornfields, everyone, you know, walking in the streets, waving and clapping and um, you know, there's tailgaters. Like I know there's one tailgate guy. He actually does this every single um, home game when you, when you drive in, He'll be sitting there. He'll just be like rolling his fingers like this. Like, let's keep, let's keep it rolling, you know? And it's actually really <laughs> funny. Um, so you see your, you see your people you always are expecting to see. So uh, definitely the walk-in, the, the anticipation of, of the game is my favorite part. Yeah. Well, that's cool to hear because, so we tailgate on the North side of the stadium, right outside of Carver. And so okay. when you hear those sirens, my kids, it's like Santa Claus is coming and they like take off running with reckless abandon, like over and they're just clapping and waving. And it's so fun yeah. to see them. And, you know, they're far enough away from the road. You guys probably can't see them. But I mean, you guys are like the real deal to them. Like that's it's cool, but it's also a lot of pressure for you guys because you got little kids looking up to you and, you know, analyzing everything you do. So. Yeah, no, um, you know, everyone, every one of us on the team, though, has been that kid before. So yeah. it means a lot, you know, to have support from those guys. And, uh, you know, the north side of the end zone, that's also the coolest part with all the RVs parked out there. I mean, I just I don't know who or how early uh, you guys might get there or anyone, but it just seems like they're there. They got to be there at least Fridays, I guess. We don't we don't drive by and see them on our way to the hotel the night before, but um, I'm sure people get there pretty early. They do. And the lots open up. Um, I can't remember what the, it's like six hours before game time. You can get in there. Um, yeah, we leave Des Moines a lot of times at like six, six thirty, and it's like an hour and a half drive over there. So we don't get there super yeah. early. You know, we'll pull in at like eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock for an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, but still, it's enough time to you know, tire out before, before the game. And it's a long day. Cause then by the time you get home back to Des Moines, it's, you know, 10 or midnight that night. So, right. It's um, already late at night and then you're, you know, ready, ready for Sunday, I guess. So. Yeah. We're really spoiled that we get to travel in an RV because on the way home, they just lay out and watch their tablets. And so, oh, that's awesome. I yeah. love that kind of road. It's like a road trip every weekend, you know? Yeah. You, you mentioned your parents uh, being in the walk-in. Do they come to every home game? Yeah, they try to make it. I think my dad goes to definitely every home game. And um, honestly, some of the closer away games, especially uh, Illinois and Nebraska, those ones are easier for them to go to. And uh, one, a couple of times he's been to the Minnesota game too. So it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, uh, you know, having their support through the whole thing. And, you know, I can always expect to see at least one of them at my games and 
that means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so this season, uh, you know, going back to some other, your comments earlier, uh, social media was probably literally the worst place to be. And, you know, I have no skin in the game. I'm not, you know, a player. I wasn't a player. Um, but I found myself so often wanting to defend you guys and being frustrated with the tone of people on social media. How do you guys block out that noise and what do you do to support each other in the locker room? Well, I think the biggest thing is to try to be an internally motivated team, you know, motivated by ourselves and our ambitions instead of other people's like, don't let other people's expectations, you know, get the best of us or set our, our own goals for the year. Um, you know, each one of us is on social media, but uh, me personally, I like to delete it at least, you know, maybe six out of seven days of the week, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, Instagram, because those those comments are probably the worst. Like the comment section is just really the worst part. And, you know, every time it doesn't matter what the post is, I'm sure they're going to be talking about something bad that happened in the game for the team or why we lost or why we were close to losing, even if we won, you know, Um so really, I think the biggest thing is just kind of avoiding it. Like it's, there's no way to get around it, especially today when everyone's on social media that like you can't fully get away from it, but uh, there are ways to cope with it. And my biggest one is just deleting it, especially in season uh, Instagram. Uh, sometimes even e- the ESPN app is uh, another big one. Cause really I only check that one to see other scores of games, but sometimes those don't really matter to us. So um, yeah, I think just deleting is the biggest thing we we cope with it. And then in the locker room, I mean, we don't exactly come out and be like, oh, did you see what they said? Sure. Um, sometimes the, the Barstool Iowa posts that are funny, some guys might mention those. But other, other than that, um, you know, everything else kind of gets swept under the rug in, in our building, especially. Good, good. Well, uh, if I could give you any advice, I would say just picture Matthew's face after a win or a loss and just know that this kid is beaming from ear to ear and and loving you guys no matter what. So yeah, I know for sure. I know uh following you, Jason. I, I get to see you guys. You you guys are super supportive of, of us. And even like the Ohio State game, I think of you guys stayed the whole time. And oh, yeah. um yeah, it mean it means a lot. And you know, I'm sure you really enjoy the game, Matthew, even if we win or lose, but specifically when we win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Winter, <laughs> you know what? It's such a great tradition that we can go out and my dad started it. Well, actually my aunt started it. Uh, you know, my dad and I have been going since I was six to every game and now I go with him and he gets to go with me and my dad. And so it's just, it's so incredible that we get to experience that together and, and just realize at the end of the day, it's a game and you guys are young men and we appreciate what you're doing, throwing your bodies out there like that. And it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So percent, hundred percent. Uh, growing up, what was your favorite college or NFL team? Um, okay. Well, me growing up in Kansas, uh, definitely was a huge Chiefs fan. Um, that started ever since I was probably, you know, ever since I can remember is going to the Chiefs games, especially the preseason ones, because they were super cheap and uh, fun. And I was a young kid, probably about your age, Matthew, just you know, I just love, you know, supporting the team and everything. Didn't really care who was on the team. But when I got older, uh, specifically in college, I think I wasn't a big college football fan because at the time, KU and K-State weren't really good at football. Um, both of them had a pretty good year this year, respectively. But I was also a big KU basketball fan. and kind of still am to this day. 
Um, you know, I'll cheer on Iowa too, 100%. But uh, in my heart, I'm watching most of the KU games. I think they play tonight at 8 o'clock against uh, Texas Tech. So okay. I'll probably be watching that and everything. But, uh, yeah, definitely KU basketball. Uh, you know, Bill Self's kind of like – I always wanted to be a basketball player, I think, originally. Um, then I just stopped growing at too early of an age and couldn't couldn't <laughs> keep going with that. But uh, college football-wise, um, really the underdog, that's kind of who I rooted for, I think, was the biggest thing. Uh, you know, never rooted for Alabama, that's for sure, or any, any of the bigger schools. Uh, always wanted them to get upset because that was just the coolest feeling in the world to know that no matter how, how high you are, um, you can always fall down. Yeah, absolutely. And you appreciate yeah. those good teams like Kansas. They're good. They're fun to watch. Like you, you appreciate it. Even if you don't like some of those guys, you can still be like, I, I recognize greatness. So, yeah. Yeah. I think KU's um, fun. I, you know, I went to Iowa and was like, uh, or when I came here, I supported the basketball team kind of a lot or watched their games, but it's just kind of hard to watch sometimes. Cause I think, you know, KU's got such a great history of basketball and, um, I think they play a little better defense than Iowa does, but Iowa, their games are fun, man. They they go out there, they yeah. run and shoot. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch for sure. Yeah. What a weekend this past weekend to be a Hawkeye, right? <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, that was those two games were incredible. It was crazy. Yeah. The men's game, I had no idea. Or um, you know, someone had told me, you know, the, the men were down by like 10 or something with two minutes left. I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of over. And then Yep. All of a sudden, like 30 minutes later, I'm seeing on Sports Center, it's like, you know, Iowa highlights and saying they won. I'm like, there's no way. It is. Um, so that that was crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you make it to any like basketball or wrestling meets or anything like that inside Carver? Yeah, I try to go um, definitely the wrestling meets. Those are the most fun to me. Um, I love watching wrestling. It's it's awesome. It's just one on one and everything. But um, I've been to a couple basketball games. I went to the Rutgers game and then also got to go to the Iowa state game. Um, yeah, you know, I try to go to some Carver events if I got nothing going on the next day or it's a, uh, weekend or even if we have like a later start to the, to the lifts the next day, I might be able to attend and, um, go, but definitely want to support my, you know, my fellow student athletes. Yeah. Nice. We'll have to hit you up. We got all the wrestling home meets, uh, and we sit in section AA. So well, Matthew and I have to swing down and say hi some weekend if you're there. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, we're we're usually in the student section. I think. Um, okay. Try to go. Try to go as low as we can. You know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's your next one. Uh, do you have any really good friends on the team? <laughs> good friends on the team. I have a lot of good friends. I have a lot of great friends. Um, I say my closest friends definitely the offensive line. Uh. I think you guys had Logan on earlier this semester, right? Logan Jones. Yep. Um, Logan's one of my close friends. Uh, Nick DeYoung, uh, Jeremy Chaplin. He's a uh, he's from uh, Iowa. A bunch of bunch of Iowa guys. I think I I relate to these Iowa guys more because they understand a little bit more of what it means to be a Hawkeye and everything. But um, then maybe on the defensive side, I can think of uh, Craig Deontay Craig. He's a close friend of mine, and Jay Higgins. Um, both those guys are gonna. They're going to step into some big roles this year. They got shoes to fill, and I think they'll do a really good job. Um, and probably, like, one guy, uh, you know, the fans know tons about is uh, Cade McNamara. Cade's, Cade's a really good guy. Um, you know, he's awesome. He's fiery. He's a real real competitor out there, and um, he holds a lot of us to high standards, which is a good thing for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Who who are your roommates? Uh, my roommates are Connor Colby, 
Mike Mislinski and Griffin Little. So all three old linemen, and they're all uh, one year younger than me, I think. So um, I'm the old guy in the house, but I joined them, so I got the the smallest room and everything. But uh, it's it's a lot of food that comes in and out of this house all the I'm time. Sure. I'm yeah. sure. Feel bad. For, feel bad for the garbage guy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. So going going leading into that uh, with guys that are your friends, who are the influencers or leaders in the locker room? Uh, I think right now, you know, there's there's a good mix of leadership. Uh, you know, I think a lot of them come from the defensive side because we've got a lot of returners over there. But, you know, some new offensive guys have really stepped up for us. Uh, offensively, you can think of Cade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Lachey, uh, obviously with Sam being gone, Luke kind of stepping up in the tight end room uh Nico Regani and um you know Logan would be another one who I think has really stepped up this spring um then on the defensive side I think there's a lot of old guys over there a lot of seasoned veterans um specifically I think a Joe Evans and Logan Lee I think are the biggest leaders over there uh you know there are a couple guys in the D-line who have played a lot of snaps for us and they're both just really tremendous guys and um they'll give you a hug if you walk in if you need a hug but uh they'll definitely chew you out if you ever need to yeah that's awesome. That's cool. But yeah. I think some of those names come up again and again, you know, when we've had other people on the podcast and it just speaks yeah. to the character of some of those guys. And so that's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, everyone, you know, and everyone's really a, a leader in some way, shape or form and everyone's a really good person. I think the biggest thing is, you know, who's challenging, uh, you know, others above or below them to to step up in, in their game and everything. So I think that's the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Do you like to play video games? And if you do, which ones? Oh, yeah, I love playing video games. I was just playing a little bit uh, before I got on here with you guys. Um, my favorite right now is uh, I have a Xbox 360, so I've been playing a little bit of NCAA football, um, you know, a couple times a week, just just repping out some uh, sessions on there, playing a little Dynasty and uh, coaching, coaching my way against some teams. I like to be Iowa sometimes. Uh, but as a coach, you know, sometimes the money calls and I got to go take a bigger job at a bigger <laughs> place. But <laughs> no, uh, definitely uh, NCAA football and NBA um, um, 2K. Those those are my favorite games right now. I'm playing both of those on 360, though. So I'm a little I'm a little old school with the video games. But uh, no, for sure. What about you, Matthew? Which ones are you playing right now? Um, I got an Xbox and I have the Madden 23. Um, nice. FIFA, FIFA 23 and NBA 2K 23. Okay, nice. I was never, I was never good enough at FIFA or soccer in general in my life. So, um, I bet you could kick my butt in that. He's pretty good at it. I struggle with it. Struggle. Just the pace and everything. The NBA. Yeah. We've had some fun games with the NBA. Him and I have gone back and forth and it's, oh, that's awesome. It's a fun game. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, What's your so what's your daily routine right now uh, as far as eating workout class downtime what do you what are you doing right now So right now is the off season obviously we as a you know as a team don't really have much to do on the weekends uh but as it pertains to the weekdays Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are kind of similar days in that they have lifts on them uh no meetings really at all but uh me personally I like to I like to wake up as early as I can uh, for the next day. Uh, and really that usually, I usually wake up around five thirty or six, um, go into facility, do a little bit of treatment, 
on a you know any body part that's that's been bugging me then i usually uh that after right after that i'll take a cup of coffee and drink that while i'm just kind of chilling before the workout um i got a couple hours before the workout and i'll kind of you know uh sit around with the guys kind of talk to the guys in the locker room um especially the guys who just got done with their lift and then usually i'll go up uh we usually have a meal catered from an iowa city uh food service uh to us upstairs in the all-american room uh come back downstairs uh kind of maybe read a book for about 15 pages excuse me and then uh go out for my lift lifts are about two hours long um it's a lot a lot of lifts and a lot of warm-up really i think to to get our bodies ready and to you know go under a lot of stress and um fatigue during the lifts but then as soon as the lift's done uh usually we'll we'll be able to eat a little bit of something or get a protein shake in us and then we're off to class really for the rest of the day. This off season's, you know, it's a big part of uh, the academic part of being a student athlete because, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing well in this semester, it puts you in a good place for the fall and everything. So um, I'll usually I'll have a couple classes. Uh, some days this during the weeks I have online classes, so um, my schedule's not not too taxing for me. And then um, later at night we'll get a little bit of dinner going, and then I'll hang out with my roommates for a little bit, maybe go to uh, Culver's with some of my buddies uh, on the team. And then um, around 8.30 or 9, 9.30, I'm, I'm in bed or uh, getting ready to go to it. So to get up early the next day. So it's it's a little busy. Um, obviously, it's nothing like the end season, but I think uh, there's just a lot more things and uh, spaces to spread your wealth to in the off season and you know a lot of different areas of focus versus in season. It's really just how am I playing right now? How are we doing, right? Yeah. Two questions on that. You said you read a book. What are you reading? Uh, right now I'm reading uh, Great Teams right here. Okay. By Don Yeager. So I like to read a lot of um, you know, self improvement books or nonfiction, just things that can help me be a better person, um, more organized, more disciplined in my life. Uh, as a team, um, or I guess our our leaders on the team, um, you know, myself and some other guys for, uh our book reading, our book club, if you will, we're reading, we just finished reading, uh, do hard things. Um, and that's by Steven, uh, Gassman, I think it is, or Steve Gassman. Um, that was a good book. He was a college runner and just talked about like, you know, what, uh, toughness really is in his mind and, you know, um, different ways of going about, you know, taking on things in life and embracing opportunities and everything. So, um, I love books like that, uh, you know, bunch of the coaches or, um, support staff we have they'll recommend you know tons of books to us and i make sure i either ask them for a copy or um ask them where they got theirs from so i, I really like reading those kinds of books yeah that's awesome yeah. and it don't ever change that because there's a lot of things you can you know gather from that and uh so that's very cool the second question i had with that is i saw a lot of pictures of a, a lady in your life do you have time for your girlfriend at all with all of this other stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I forgot to mention her in my routine, right? Um, no, uh, I have, I have, I have time for. Her. I always make time for her, uh, you know, because that that keeps your mind sometimes away from football and away from. Yeah. Um, yeah. You might be having a really bad day. You can always come back to that and know that, you know, other people would kill for it, and other people support you a lot, and you know, having that support in life is a real important thing. You know, I'm 20 years old, so my parents are while they're you know still in my life fully and supporting me completely. Um, I have to learn how to connect with someone else, you know? Um, so this, this lady I got, she's, 
she's the uh, thing I connect with to get outside of football. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good to have that outlet. Yeah. So life's yeah, not all about exactly. football. <laughs> no, never is. Do you have any advice you can give me if I want to play college sports someday? Oh boy. Um, definitely work as hard as you can. Um, I think the biggest thing I never learned how to work hard until I got to college. And I think a lot of kids kind of take for granted, um, you know, the opportunities to have a lot of fun with your, with your classmates you have now, I think back to my high school days, I mean, there were a lot of guys on the teams that, you know, had different goals or weren't going to play college sports, honestly, as, as I would Matthew, but um, you know, you definitely have the goals and the want to, to do it. And I think it's just about, you know, having fun with, with the guys in your class and growing old with them and enjoying those moments. Cause uh, one day you guys probably won't be um, all together, but and you'll be looking back and missing those, those days of playing football and having fun with each other and everything. So definitely have fun with those guys around you and uh, appreciate that and enjoy that as much as you can. Yeah, that's cool. Um so and and I should say and I should say be more careful at recess. Uh, no more concussions at recess. That's that's yes. gonna keep you out of football, Matthew. Come on. Yes, <laughs> I know. I I was at the fire station working yesterday, and my wife calls me. Yeah. She's like, "Hey, the school nurse called. Matthew, you know, hit his head, and he's got a big goose egg, and he's feeling dizzy and nauseous, and all this." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it always happens when I'm at work, but." Uh, <laughs> over a recess soccer game so yeah i've been there <laughs> yeah 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 uh so at iowa the you know the the culture around the offensive line there's a there's a tradition there and a history um do you talk to any former uh linemen that are like nfl guys like that still kind of communicate uh and if so do they give you any advice or do any of them come back and hang around the program yeah i think we haven't been in touch with as many uh, former O linemen to come through here um, in a couple of years now. But uh, me personally, uh, like Tyler Linderbaum, you, you guys remember him from a couple of years ago, Lindy, he is back in the facility, like working out right now. So I'll run into him and um, talk to him for a little bit. It's just, it's just really cool to get around those guys and get to experience, you know, um, who they were as a person and what they, what they did for the program and for the offensive line room specifically, a couple of years ago, we got to speak with Brian Balaga and Brand Sheriff um, specifically on like Zoom calls during COVID and just asked them about, you know, what they wish they would have done better in college, how to have success in the first place, because obviously they're super successful and everything yeah. uh, and just other stuff like that. And they're just really good guys to get around and ask questions about because they've experienced it and they know, you know, the pressure it takes. And uh, specifically at offensive line, you know, you don't get any of the credit, um, yeah. but at the end of the day, without you, the team couldn't do much. Uh, so, you know, those guys, they're obviously really successful at what they do. And, um, you know, having guys like that to look up to on our, on our wall in uh, the facility is, is really big. And uh, a couple other guys, um, you know, Tristan Worst and Alaric Jackson, they both had come through here and I, I haven't, haven't talked to them, but we kind of, you know, stay in touch. I follow them on social media and uh, see what they're doing and everything. And then Robert Gallery, he got to come and visit us before the 21 season. So that would have been almost two years ago. And then he was just in the building uh, in the past month. And I got to, uh, you know, talk to him for a little bit, talk about, you know, uh, or congratulate him in the first place. He made the hall of fame for uh, yeah. college football 
uh, this year. So um, that's really awesome for him to do. And, um, you know, get to ask him how his, how his family's doing, you know, his wife is a former basketball player and everything. So um, you get to connect with the guys. I think it's really not, it's never really much about talking about offensive line because you know each other so well that of, of what kind of person they are and what they're willing to do for the team and everything. I think it's more of just life questions and getting to know guys and uh, getting to appreciate, you know, what they did and, uh, you know, asking for any tips they can give is the most important thing when talking to those guys. Yeah. The offensive line are the unsung heroes of the game. You take all the criticism when something bad happens and none of the credit when something good happens. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And you got to love doing it every day. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Matthew has one last question. If football players had songs they walked out to, like baseball players, what would be your walkout song? Okay. Um, let me think. I listen to all sorts of music, so um, there's different there's different things. Let me think. Uh, specifically, um, I think if I went with, you know, probably a rap song to get me going, I'd probably go with... Uh, jump man by drake okay um oh yeah like i used to i used to wake up to that song every day of middle school that was my ringtone for my phone so every day i'd wake up and it would just be like like the, the electronic thing and it'd just be like jump man jump man <laughs> so that that was a that was a mesmeristic for me um but also i think i'd have to say there's a song like we ready um i got it right now here i'm gonna see Archie who it's by right now on my phone uh, it's the one that's like that everyone's oops sorry uh it's the one that everyone sings before i don't think it's is it uh i think it's archie eversole okay so that's that's who it's by but there's a it's like we ready so yeah. i think that one too that one that one gets me going no matter who's playing it or what stadium it is so that's an awesome one what about you matthew what would you what would you want to play oh no one's asked you that yet i don't know you don't know. Some... You just asked me. You gotta know. Yeah. What's your jam? We had uh, this year before baseball, or while we were warming up for every game, we had some uh, music that we would play, and we listened to stuff on the way um, to the games. Yeah. You probably don't even know that. I'm trying to think what you liked. You liked "Power" by Kanye West. I that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good. We got that one in the weight room, so we listened to that one plenty. Yeah. We had a little, we had a little mix of edited stuff that we would listen to on the way to the game to get him pumped up. So, for sure, yeah. gotta That's love awesome. it. That's awesome. Uh, I have one last question. Give us a bold prediction for this year. You got a lot of guys left, some new guys coming in from Michigan. Give us a bold prediction. A bold prediction. Um, it doesn't have to be positive. It could be, you know, sure we're, we're gonna struggle this year to win two games or it could be we're gonna be in the playoffs i don't know no um i think a bold prediction would be by the time december or by the time november rolls around um we're gonna go on a little run and make a run of the big 10 championship i think i think that's for sure uh every year we control our own destiny especially in the big 10 west because it's so tightly knit all you really all you got to do is win um what is it probably about six or seven six games six seven games maybe in the big 10 and you probably make it to the big 10 title game because the west is just so loaded every year but 
Um, so I think a bold prediction would be a long winning streak through November that carries in December. And then we get to go to the game and definitely win it this year. Okay. Um, need, need to win one. We need to win one of those four coach parents. You know, he hasn't got to experience that yet. He, he wants a big 10 titles, you know, early in the two thousands, but I uh, need to get him a win in Indianapolis for sure. Okay. I love it. You heard it here first. We're going to go back and play this when this happens. So I love it. <laughs> That's for love sure. It. Uh, are you excited to play at Wrigley this year? That's a cool thing. Oh yeah, no, I think that's awesome. That's um, so cool. Any way we can get out of Northwestern, any way we can get out of Northwestern Stadium is good for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it uh, it'll be a really cool experience. I think I don't know how much Wrigley holds, but um, they'll probably add some more stands to the outfield or something like that. Um, like kind of like the Yankee Stadium did it for the uh, yeah. Pinstripe Bowl. What was that about five years ago for us? Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be awesome. I mean, I've never been to regularly feel i just went to chicago for the first time last year so um that'll be an awesome experience and probably a little historic yeah oh it's gonna be so cool we're, yeah. we'll be there we're excited we'll to go to that game for sure so yeah that'll well, be awesome yeah so we have one last segment uh this one is called the hot seat this is matthew's favorite segment of the show so here's oh, where we ask you some really controversial questions matthew just rapid fires them at you uh, the goal is to just answer them as fast as you can. First thing that comes to your mind. So uh, at the end okay. of it, you know, if there's anything that you're worried that you'll get in trouble with coach Ferentz, we'll try to edit it out, but we can't make any promises. So whenever you guys are ready. Right. Are you ready? Fire away. Tacos or pizza? Tacos. Star Wars, Harry Potter, or Avengers? Okay. Avengers. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Guacamole, 100% yes. Guacamole, <laughs> salsa, or queso? Queso. It's so good. I love it. White queso. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. I've been on a big YouTube thing lately. I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, Music or what do you watch on YouTube? Uh, I watch a lot of comedy skits. Uh, lately, I've been watching old SNL skits like uh, Jeopardy, and uh, we watched the uh, more cowbell one with um, oh, yeah. Will Ferrell in it the other day. So, um, just really funny stuff, stuff that'll make me laugh late at night, and it, it keeps me up <laughs> way too late. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Music or podcast? <laughs> podcast. What music do you work out to? I work out. Um, you know, honestly, I work out to a lot of pop music. I don't listen to a lot of rap or uh, country when I'm working out. I like to listen to pop music because it's like, it gives me that energy that I had as a kid when I used to listen to, you know, 2010s pop like Taylor Swift or um, Rihanna or stuff like that. The new emergence of Rihanna with the halftime show, she killed that. So been listening to a lot of that lately. Yeah. Sneakers or slides? I'm going to go slides and put like a parentheses of Birkenstocks in that. I love wearing Birkenstocks. Okay. or uh uh my ug my ug loafers all the time but um i'm a big like flipper flip-flops or uh birkenstocks kind of guy okay trip to the mountains or beach you said mountains or beach yeah mm -hmm. uh beach i'm a big beach guy uh love the water love chilling out love just laying out there mountain mountain you gotta do a lot of work 
tricky. You got to climb a little bit. It is, yeah. Uh, you got to you got to breathe. You got to breathe a little harder. The altitude's <laughs> messing with you. Uh, yeah, definitely the beach. Okay. Favorite color? Uh, I'm not. Like a, not, this is off the rainbow. I'm a black. Black's my favorite color. It's super slimming. Um, it works for us offensive linemen, um, and it's the color the Hawkeyes wear at home games. Yeah, I like it. Favorite athlete of all time? Nigel Jordan, definitely. He just he did it in a different way, and he was the most dominant person of his era. There's, you'll never see another one like him, and um, yeah, just the, one of the greatest athletes of all time. I love it. Biggest fear? Biggest fear? Oh gosh, fast as I can. Uh, snakes, snakes. Don't like them. Don't like the way they move. Same. Uh, don't like that they can. Don't like the way that they can probably kill you if they're poisonous. Um, just nothing good comes with snakes. Definitely. No. Favorite movie? Um. Oh my gosh, I get this all the time. I don't know about favorite, but there's a lot of them in there. Um, I like Wedding Crashers. Matthew, you can't watch that one until you're older, probably, but um, Wedding Crashers is really funny. It's hilarious. I laugh. I laugh out loud every single time I watch it. Favorite video game? Favorite video game? Um, NBA 2K13. Um, one of the classics of all time. It's got the best soundtrack of any video game ever. Especially the 2Ks, that's really hard to compete with, but um, that's my favorite video game of all time. Any nicknames? Um, I used to get called the Gentle Giant when I was really young because I was kind of at a really nice person, but um, now everyone calls me either Mace or Big Mace. Yeah. If you were stuck on an island with one teammate, who would it be and why? The obvious answer is Logan Lee, but I think I would actually rather instead go with, oh gosh, instead of Logan Lee, um, I'm going to go with Ontario Thompson. He's a new guy. He's really, really funny. Um, he asks a lot of really weird questions all the time, so I think he'd just keep my mind busy, you know, while I'm on the deserted island. Just entertain you, yeah. Favorite yeah. junk food? Oh gosh, I'm a sucker for um, cookies. Any any kind of cookie, really. Um, specifically, I'd have to go with like chocolate chip cookies, like homemade ones. Like the smell of it is just so like you can't you can't not have one when you get, get that smell in your nose. So um, very tempting, very good. Dogs or cats? Dogs, hundred percent. I don't like cats. I'm mildly allergic, but I think that's just. <laughs> something kind of made up i'm a big dog guy yeah you can only pick one for the rest of your life donuts or ice cream oh my gosh so those are my <laughs> second place ones on the junk food one uh rest of my life is ice cream for sure uh for sure that's a good choice if you could go to one concert who would it be right now um jimmy buffett uh, I like his music. He's getting really old, so I'm sure I won't be able to go to it in a while. So, um, Jimmy Buffett, a little tropical country music. An old soul. Okay. If someone gave you fifty bucks, what would you do with it? <laughs> okay, what would I do with it? Um, I'd save it and spend that on 
I won't say fast food. I'll say fast casual food. So I can go to Chipotle and Firehouse Subs. Um, or no, or even sorry, I would put that money towards Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, if you're listening to this, please sponsor me. I go to you all the time. Oh. It's hurting my bank account, um, but I will I will promote you like no other. All right, we need to get him on board. We'll we'll tell him to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather I think you know be the guy, as right? fast as Flash or as strong as Hulk. I would rather be. I'd rather be as fast as the Flash, so I could travel maybe like all around the world and everything. You know. Yeah, that'd be cool. What Avenger would you like to be? Oh gosh, um, I would like to be. Hmm, Spider-Man. Spider-Man for sure. That dude's awesome. He's only like 17 and he just gets to eat yeah. pizza and deliver it and swing around the city. He's cool. What actor, yeah. what actor would play you in a movie? Mm. Oh, gosh. Um, the honest answer is probably Jonah Hill just because he's big enough. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with Jonah Hill for that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's he's funny, is... too. I'm a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst stadium to play in? Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Northwestern's pretty bad. Uh, to give you another one, Purdue. Purdue was pretty bad this year. I mean, there was – it was a really – it was going to be rainy. We knew that coming in. Um, but it was 25 to, like, 40-mile-an-hour winds on the field. And I swear, there was one gust of wind that almost blew the entire huddle of the offense over. Um, and there was trash all over the field. So, it was kind of – Kind of a gross game this year. I'll give that one to Purdue. Yeah. Okay. Who is the best trash talker on the team? Best trash talker on the team. Uh, I don't know. Um, let me think. It's got to be one of the defensive backs. I'm trying to think of which one of them I'd pick. Uh, Interesting. Coop DeGene doesn't talk enough. Um. Let's say, uh, you know, Cohen Entringer. I he was on the scout D this past year. He talked a lot of trash a lot of time, no matter who he was going against, okay. um, no matter how big. Like he would talk trash to us old linemen um, and everything. So I'd, I'd go with Cohen. Cohen, interesting. Weirdest yeah. thing about uh, weirdest thing about you that few people know. Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a nerd, so I'd say uh, I like Legos. Um, I used to play with them a lot as a kid. I've been trying to hunt for a Death Star because that was like the one thing I wanted as a kid was a Lego Death Star, and they're just like so crazy different and in the way that they're shaped and everything. And um, all the ones online are super expensive. I don't think they sell them anymore. So uh, I'm a big Legos guy. I think that's the weird thing about me. Yeah. And last but not least, if if we put all of the offensive linemen in a WWE wrestling ring, no rules, who would win? Gosh, the no the no rules part of that is really important because then you got to go for someone who's just a savage. Uh, yeah, no rules. Uh, probably, I think Griffin Little. Um, Griff Griff he can get after you if he wanted to. He's a two-time state champ. Um one of the only state champ or wrestlers I should say uh 
in the offensive line room, but um, definitely one of the wrestlers because they just know. And you don't want to, you never want to fight a wrestler because they know a certain way of getting you on the ground and everything. So, yeah, we they got that low center of gravity. They just know what they're doing. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once they start bending over and kind of moving around, using their hands a little bit, it's just over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's all, all the questions we have on the hot seat for you. You survived it. Hopefully, that wasn't too stressful for you. No, no, I'm not sweating at all. Don't worry. Good, good. <laughs> Matthew has a lot of fun with those. He enjoys those questions. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And didn't you wear, when you reported to camp this year, didn't you have a Wedding Crasher shirt that you wore to camp? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, my, my girlfriend actually got that for me because she knows how much I love it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> awesome. I wore that to camp. I'm, I need to find another one, I think, to to mix it up a little bit and, you know, show a couple more a couple more shirts of love, I guess. Yeah, I think it was a big when you guys reported, everyone had their custom shirts, and you got to outdo yourself from the last year. So yeah, yeah, I definitely do need to do that. So I, I got to look for my those uh preseason camp pictures. They're huge. It's like a yeah, it's like a walking in, walk the walk into an NFL game. Like you got to have a nice little outfit on. You got to get you got to get uh Hawkeye football to shout you out. Yeah, exactly. How do you stand out? You need like a big foam cowboy hat or something, you know, just I was just I was just thinking I might have to go with like a costume or something or some uh, goofy little hat or something like that. Yeah. 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 Something wild. So Mason, (laughs) thank you so much. We really appreciate you, man. We appreciate you taking the time and linking up with us and uh, we're going to be rooting hard for you guys this year and see what you guys can do. So awesome. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys for your support. Uh, Jason, I had no idea you were a firefighter, but I appreciate you for your service in that regard. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, Matthew, thanks for supporting us the whole way. I thought you were going to ask, you know, I forgot to study my Pokemon. I thought on that hot seat you were about to ask oh. me my favorite Pokemon. And I had I had, a, I had one of them ready. I had Flareon ready for you. So, um, yeah. but we'll have to wait for that for next time in person, maybe. Yeah. So we actually took that one off because too many people were like, uh, I don't know. And they gave us the same three answers, like the three that I know. That's it. So, right. Yeah. But cool. Well, thanks again, man. Uh, Hopefully after one of the games this season, we can uh, come and Matthew likes to collect autographs and he can get an autograph and a picture with you after one of the wins this season. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd love to, for sure. Especially after one of the wins in Kinnick, right, Matthew? absolutely absolutely so cool thanks mason good luck with everything take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon man wait one last question one last do you have any experience with rubik's cubes i do not i'm not smart (laughs) enough for them are you working on one right now uh yes so i keep (laughs) taking it i keep taking it to school and to our church to figure out if i can get anybody to solve it for me okay yeah well I, I personally can't help you. I'm sure there's, out of the 120 guys on the team, I'm sure there's one of them who's like just a geek with a Rubik's Cube. So we'll maybe you'll bring that me. to the games. You'll bring that to the games and then just ask everybody who comes out of there like, hey, can you do this for me real quick? Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep asking. Maybe somebody will know. Maybe. So. Cool. All right. All Thanks, right. Mason. Yep. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. All right, bud. How do you think that one went? That one was really good. Yeah, the only he's thing, a good dude. The only thing I was not too good is when we were doing like the hot seat. I felt like it was like I was one word. I was like two words ahead of the microphone, so it took him a little bit to hear what he. Was. Yeah, it did. I I heard a little feedback in the beginning on his end, and so I don't know what happened, but.
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all right. It was all good. So you did a good job. <laughs> We're not dude perfect. We gotta come up with our own intro. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys.